Welcome to the HEAL podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama 5, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. Hi, welcome back to the HEAL podcast. This is Mimi, and today I have Deborah and Marcus Friedman, founders of Truly Heal. I've been following Truly Heal for years, learning so much of their great advice. Their family's dream is to inspire, educate, and provide individuals with the knowledge, tools, and motivation to truly heal from chronic degenerative diseases by finding and removing the root causes. I'm excited to have them on today to share about their journey and tell us about their company, Truly Heal. They also have an academy that teaches people from around the world to become a functional medicine health coach. If you want to get to the root cause of your disease, this is the episode for you. Deborah, Marcus, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy to have you guys. I was so inspired by your story about taking your four children and kind of just taking off around the world and finding out about healers. So can you talk a little bit about that story? Well, it was a hard sale. <laughs> you know, we were living in Australia in Newmundi, beautiful property. And when I said to everybody, I would like to take the family on a journey around the world and see different countries. And it's always been my dream. It's been a massive dream. So when I told that, and when do we come back? You know, they had friends and neighbors. and It Sabrina. was supposed to be six months long. So I sold them a six-month trip. And I knew exactly we wouldn't manage and they would fall in love with everything. And so when we started out, I think we were two months in Thailand first. Well, all of New Zealand, Australia, and then Thailand, and then came to India. And it was just like, we were almost a year on the way until we hit halfway around like Europe. And so it's been a, a very evolving journey. It wasn't streamlined and targeted from the beginning. It was more like, Let's just see where it takes us. <laughs> now, how old were the children when you did that? I was 10, yeah. 11. So when we started? 14, 16, yeah. Benedict and the little one, uh, Benjamin, he's now 19 and he was uh, eight, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. You knew you were looking for healers at that point. You were kind of, or was it just strictly like, we're going to just go sightseeing. No, no, no. The target was always finding healers, finding clinics, doctors, naturopaths, scientists. It was very focused towards cancer in the beginning. And when we started out, it was like word of mouth. Sabrina was doing a lot of research, internet, finding clinics and practitioners. And then we looked at forums where people talked about special healers, special people in that area. When we came to conferences, we looked out who was interesting. So and people it was, told you about others. Yeah. So it was very, very growing from that angle. And that's why we got through India. When I think about it, we started down South India and then we went really zigzag all the way up into Uttarakashi, into Himalayas to find pretty much all the detox centers and Panchakarma centers and where the Dalai Lama goes to get healed and where Mother Teresa was treated. And, you know, like we just followed every lead that we thought that could be interesting. That's amazing. And then you mentioned about how you started out with cancer and then you were also filming it to make a documentary. And at that point, have you ever done a documentary before that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. 
I had a little handy cam, you know, like a tourist handy cam. And I found that really cool. And every doctor that we started to film, they look, is that for production or is that private? Or so they didn't really figure out. And after a while, I said to Sabrina, I need a new need camera. Upgrade. I need upgrade <laughs> camera. They all look at me as if I'm a bit weird. And I had no clue about editing, filmmaking, anything. And I remember we, we had so much footage. And in the meantime, we started out on tapes and then we recorded all that onto CD and then all that on hard drives. And then uh, at the end, I had a solid hard drive with me with tons of footage. And at that stage, I actually wanted to put all the individual interviews out. So it wasn't meant to become a documentary. And then somebody told me when you get a Mac, download a program, Final Cut Pro, and there is a beautiful training on how to edit videos. <laughs> Sitting, you know, instructions here, my videos there, and went through the whole learning process. It was a steep learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's really funny. So you realized, I think, soon after that it's not just cancer that you were going after and that you could heal. You could heal other things, you know, other chronic illnesses. It kind of boils down healing the body boils down to, to kind of a basic formula that you could apply to many. Yeah. When you go to any of those clinics, it doesn't matter which one you have patients with all diseases. So they don't take specifically only cancer patients. Most of those clinics deal with chronic fatigue, with fibromyalgia, with Lyme disease, with infectious diseases, papilloma, HPV, you know, like everything is, is present. The main thing is that usually many of those diseases have as a final stage cancer. Yes. And that's why when you learn how to treat cancer, you have to learn how to check infectious diseases, which ones are related to which type of cancer and which bacterium or which kind of virus is related to that. How can that be treated? Because when you do functional medicine, you don't treat the disease, you know, liver problems. You don't treat the liver, you treat that which causes the problem. So it's a, it's a complete different angle to approach disease. And that's why you actually have to deal with infections or toxicity or deficiencies in order to heal the body. You have and that's to look why, at the whole picture. Yeah, What's the saying Charlotte Gerson always said, if you can actually treat cancer, if you understand how to treat cancer, you understand all other disease. Because it's that cascade effect, which is kind of the last result. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're actually going after the root cause and building up your immune system, not really curing cancer. That's not what you're doing. You're going after the root cause and, and, and kind of making your body be able to heal itself. Yeah. Yes. And that was one of our clients that we met in Switzerland at the Rau Clinic she had advanced Lyme disease, which already had deteriorate nerve um, damage, uh, damage and, and so she had spasms and, and couldn't walk. She had that tinkling all over her body. It was like really advanced stage. And when I talked to him about it, he said, look, we have probably about 20 patients in here with Lyme disease and four or five have no symptoms then we have about five or six that have early stages or light, even though they have Lyme since five, six, seven years. And then we have some where it accelerates. So he was comparing the three groups 
why do some people have Lyme? And there's statistics, there's heaps of people who have Lyme have the, bitten by a Lyme tick and they, they have borreliosis, they have the bacterium in the body, but it doesn't evolve. And then there's people where it evolves dramatically. He said he was comparing those two groups and especially also in relation to cancer. When does it develop into cancer? When does it develop into progression. that progression of, of nerve de uh, deterioration and damage? So he was looking at the differences in patients, and that's where we first time really became aware of how important deficiencies are. See, a lot of people, they say, oh, maybe a little bit deficient. When you look at the scale those patients were on the negative side with all of their different, whether it's all the minerals or the amino acids or the fatty acids, you know, there was everything on the minus side. And that's often related to, or not often, it's always related <laughs> to your gut biome. They can't pull those nutrients out of the food. You might eat the healthiest food on the planet. You're still going to be deficient. But you're deficient because your bacteria load that you have in your gut can't extract those vitamins and minerals and nutrients and fats, or you can't break down the fats in your liver because you don't have enough bile salts or not enough lipase. And there's so many compounding factors to actually look at with someone that's got that severe Lyme disease. Or you sound like you just described me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like know, I just got some blood work back and literally I'm deficient in like every mineral. I don't have like barely any like the fats. I mean, it's crazy. You just described me. And and so it happens super fast. And and that was it's interesting that, that you're talking. I'm like, hmm, that's me. So it it comes down to when you spoke with that doctor, those three different groups, it's because of either you're saying it's your gut biome is off and therefore causing your minerals to be deficient or your fatty acids to be deficient. Something, you know, like, and also what he described certain bacteria or certain virus, they consume more of one thing than another. So the infection itself causes deficiencies. There is almost 90% always that co-infection, which is associated with that as well. That's what my doctor said. She said they love the minerals. Exactly. So you're competing. Yeah. And same thing. If you have, for example, high levels of mercury, your body uses iodine and selenium and zinc to flush it out. So you can't detoxify if you have low levels of zinc or selenium or iodine. So the whole thing is like the heavy metal is using that up to be flushed out. And then you go low and then you have not the right gut biome to extract those minerals or you don't take enough supplementation, which means you go into a deadly spiral. And it was really interesting mm -hmm. when, when you see that in the first clinic, and I have to admit that it was a massive learning curve. <laughs> it sounds afterwards so logical, but I have to admit it was not all the way. <laughs> like you go into the first clinic and the doctor tells you the whole concept on how he approaches and it sounds logical. Then you come to the next and they describe it in their way and, and it's, it's not totally logical. different. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, how do they fit together? And it was really until we got to that understanding that let's say you, you come as a patient and you really do a thorough test on your whole mineral spectrum, vitamins, amino acids, how your body breaks down fats, and you have an understanding how that works and where you're deficient. And then you supplement in that area. 
they do it because you come there in a three-week period or four-week period. They do it, bang, IV. And they take all the synergistic minerals, you know, like to absorb, and it's really complex to absorb zinc, for example. You need a lot of other minerals and vitamins to actually be able to absorb that into the cell. They don't go on their own. It's always synergistic minerals. That's why supplement producers have such a hard work to define a supplement that is actually really favoring that uptake. So the whole thing became like a science in itself. When you get to the clinic, the first three days, you are sitting on IV drips with PEMF to open up all the pores, to clear out all the gunk from all the cell receptors. To make therapies so more effective. Yeah, and then your whole body floods with minerals and nutrients and vitamins, and you can see the difference from a patient that just arrives to a patient that <laughs> so has been there hunch. for a few days. <laughs> wow, it's a difference like day and night. And then they that's start amazing. treatments. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a, the approach is very wise. That's amazing. So... If someone were to be diagnosed today with cancer or Lyme or some other autoimmune disease, what can they start today from home? Also, Lyme is not covered by insurance and a lot of these alternative therapies aren't covered. So a lot of, I get a lot of requests where people are like, I don't have money to go to these expensive Lyme doctors. Like exactly. what, what can I do? We just did a workshop, a course, and I just have to, how to save thousands of dollars by treating yourself at home. I just did with Deborah that whole training. It's a four-part training. We just finished it. We'll be uploading it very soon to the website, and then uh, people can sign up there. The concept is actually really, really logical, and that's why we created the coaching program. That's why we created that whole education program. You know, the O3 Academy to learn about ozone treatments, Hypothermia Academy, PMF Academy, just to get that training out how people can do the treatment at home. And the principle is actually what Deborah always starts with. You know, like we look for patterns. If you grew up on the farm and you've used a lot of fungicides, herbicides, pesticides, fertilizers, toxins, you know, like then that's already a very clear indication that that's something we need to address. If you had all of your life infections and antibiotics and this and this, so we don't need to go into excessive testing already from your history of you disease. You can find a lot. <laughs> you can see the development yeah. of disease. It's so obvious and logical. When you see the weaknesses that your parents had, you know, genetic weaknesses, environmental problems. Your weaknesses problems. from a child onwards to where you are now as an adult, that's all signified in your timeline. It's it's. Amazing how obvious it can actually be to how your life has actually resulted in that scenario now. And we provide consultation for that. So if somebody says, look, looking at my life, that's a bit of a chaos. <laughs> it's actually difficult to do that for yourself. So yeah. we provide that as a service that people can go through and fill out the questionnaire. And then we build with them the timeline. We build with them the whole development of disease because going back and finding out what triggered it helps us to resolve it. It's like actually like a treatment plan in reverse. And then you go through and treat. And let's face it, there is three, four, four. you know, main problems that we need to deal with. 
We already spoke about deficiencies, and that is mandatory. You can't heal. It's like printing with only three printer cartridges full and the fourth is empty. You know that all of your copies that you produce and your cells replicate every day new cells. So if there's empty cartridges, those new cartridges are screwed up, those new cells, and diseased and sick. So that's number one. We need to replenish deficiencies and get the body working. Now, there are great things like Gerson therapy with juicing and all of that. So we're not going into the mythology. You can do that IV. You can do that with supplementation. You can do that with nutrients. That's all fine. What we need to look is, do you actually absorb it? Can your body bacteria break all those nutrients out of raw food? You know, there's that whole movement of crappy raw food diet and vegan diet and ketogenic diet, they are all believed diets. They have nothing to do with the patient, whether they can actually have a benefit from that. I think it's shifting your train of thought to not what I should do, but why, and actually yeah. understanding why am I doing this diet? Why am I doing this test? Why am I looking at this? Why do I have this disease? And it's, we, we're so trained to go, well, what therapy, what diet, like <laughs> what supplement can I take? But we're not actually looking at why we need to take it. I think that fundamental shift is actually where the magic happens, where we actually understand what mm-hmm. has happened and how we can actually address it. Number two is infections. And that's really, it's really, really, it's, it's more important than anything else. I would even classify it as far more important than toxins. Our bodies are actually quite capable of detoxifying really well. They do it every day, every second. But infections, they manifest. They sit everywhere. And a lot of people think when they take antibiotics that their bacterium is dead, which it's not. It's just stripped of its membrane potential, which means it can't interact with the world, but it's still there. It's still pees and poos. So it's like... You know, so many reasons when you think about arthritis and people have those crippled knorfels and hands, that's a bacterium. How can I not treat for infection and just say there is no treatment for that? It's so ridiculous. And there's so many things that have gone. If you ask us talking about medicine, I've been yesterday to hospital because I had a little surfing accident and... The doctor just told me, yeah, prophylactic, just take 300 uh, milligrams. There was a lot of paracetamol and ibuprofen. Paracetamol and Panadol and never, ever let the pain go up because once it's up, you can't get it back down. And, you know, just medication, shit, nothing, not even looking at the problem. So medicine has gone so off track, which means if you are wise, you withdraw from that game because that's not medicine anymore. That's a joke. So what we look at is what is the damage in infections and what treats infections really well? How do we get infections down? And if you are very, very honest, there is three treatments for, if you have a doctor, UBI, ultraviolet blood irradiation, which is powerful beyond, very, very beautiful. So they pull out blood, and they run it through a spiral and through that UV light. And then when it comes back, it's totally sterile. Everything has been eradicated. Then you have, as a second one, ozone therapy, 
which works slowly, but guaranteed Amazing. always. And ozone therapy really builds up your own immunity, protects your healthy cells, creates catalase, glutathione, uh, peroxidase. Um, yeah, peroxidase. <laughs> and, and, and what was the other one? Catalase, superoxidase, dismutase, and um, glutathione. Peroxidase. glutathione. <laughs> <laughs> but when your body starts building those protective enzymes, it's like you're protected Shield. for reinfections. So ozone is mandatory. And then for those who have really severe old infections that they never got rid of, never eliminated, Lyme. Lyme disease, they need to do fever therapy. And whether you do fever therapy in a dome or in a hot sauna or in a, in a hot water bath in or in a sweat lodge, in clinic or at home, it doesn't matter. You need to develop fever because fever has mm -hmm. mainly three main attributes. Number one is flagging of pathogens. So they just sprout green hair. All of the bacteria that are in your body all of a sudden have green hair. And then everybody in the audience of all your immune systems, Knows they exactly say, that's the one I need to kill. <laughs> Plus you release huge amounts of new white blood cells into the bloodstream. They are flushed out of the bone marrow due to the heat. And then you have tripled the amount of white blood cells and they recognize all the guys with green hair and can eliminate it's them. It's the biggest boost. It's by far the most powerful boost. Again, if you do it in a clinic, they take you controlled up to 40, yeah. 107, 107.5, which is critical. You know, like that's a medical treatment. So yeah, you're hooked up. <laughs> I've done the hypothermia three times in a clinic. Yeah. Good. It's hard though. We yes, it is. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> but like giving birth, I think it's that or having a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> when you do it in a clinic, you normally do three times. So they need to get all three times as high as possible. Yeah. What we do when we do it at home is we don't care because at 39.5, 39.2, it's already flagging all my heat shock proteins. So I try to get there, but I don't need to go up wow. into the high 40s, 41, because I don't want to kill off. I just want to flag them and I want to release new white blood cells. So I don't need to push really hard what they do in clinics. And that's why you can do it once that's a week slow. for, let's say, eight weeks. You don't recognize the before and after, after eight weeks. Your immune system is top-notch. If you combine it with ozone, you have all the protection, you know, like the immunity that your body needs. You have all the upregulation of NIF2, which means all of your... Antioxidant pathways. Antioxidant pathways, self-healing is all upregulated. And then you relax and have a beautiful week afterwards with recovery and let the body do all the work. It's phenomenal combo. That's great. Now, where does PEMP come in? <sighs> they always ask me that question. And PEMF is actually a recharge station. Like you have your toothbrush and it gets empty and the dies down. And then you need to put it into a charger. And that's the same thing. You probably know as a chronic disease patient. You are very... 
low in your energy. It, it drains every day more and more and more. And that healing is exhausting. Daily life is exhausting. Work is exhausting. The money stress factor comes on top. The not feeling well stress factor. It's like it's deteriorating. That's why we call it a vortex, a spiral. You actually are sucked into it. When you have PMF and it's like all of a sudden battery is full and that means you heal faster. Your white blood cells have energy to do their job. So you take more oxygen, you have faster ATP production, you have more energy to do the work to and to live up. your life. Yeah. And that's why every Lyme patient that we have who received their PMF goes like, oh my God. <laughs> It's a pain killer, number one. So it takes down the tension and the nervous stress levels out of the body and it increases energy levels, which is phenomenal. Yeah. So I would call it a luxury treatment yes. because hypothermia will do the same. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's a, a lot way tougher. Of doing it. <laughs> and a lot of people say, I'd rather lay in my couch potato swing chair and have PMF, then go once more into that hypothermia dome. So I guess it's a little bit dedication to get rid of it. I would use hypothermia and ozone to live with it comfortably. I would use PMF. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, is there anything that you recommend to Lyme patients that they would take as like a supplement or anything else besides the four treatments that you rent or three, if you're going to do the three from home, because you can't do the UVI at home. So between the ozone and the hypothermia and the PEMP? Very difficult question to answer because that is so dependent on what other co-infections are associated with that specific client. If a deficiency um, test comes back and there's very specific nutrients, I think as an ultimate goal, it is obviously boosting that, supporting the immune system along with those therapies also going in with antioxidants and specific nutrients to help rebuild that myelin sheath around those nerves that have become damaged. But it is, it is a very personal, which is why we do the health coaching course, because it, it's about discovering that patient and figuring out what will work specifically to them rather than giving a, I guess, a recommendation that may or may not work to that individual. Person. It's true, right? Because you might have parasites, you might have heavy metal, exactly. you might have mold. Yeah. And there's also the other problem that when you look at deficiencies in a patient, what drives them? See, if somebody still has mercury fillings in their teeth, mm. we know that bacteria thrive on them. They did tests in Constance at the Lake Boden, Bodensee in Germany with Dr. Schumann, and they had petri dishes where the solvent, you know, like the agar-agar, whatever it is, the, the, the nutrient that is underneath was contaminated with mercury, with arsenic, with cadmium, with that, that all different metals. ones, heavy mm -hmm. metals. And then they put bacteria onto, different bacteria onto those petri dishes, one with, one without. And they did the samples. All of those who were in combination with bacteria and heavy metals much, much worse. had triple the toxicity output. They transformed mercury into demethylmercury, which is deadly. You know, a little bit of demethylmercury disintegrates your brain, your nervous system, all of your nerves. That's what they say is one of the driving forces of ALS. 
so when you Alzheimer's Parkinson's that's why at the moment you will find interviews with scientists from all around the world leading now finally after 20 years you know it's kind of embarrassing how long it takes for the word to get out but they are now all shifting towards ozone and hyperthermia it's an incredible combination mm. because ozone helps with building the immunity and upregulating your healing whereas hyperthermia downregulates all the infections and getting rid of heavy metal toxicity too so it's it's really really significant so if somebody still has mercury in their mouth and they have Lyme disease which is a, an often a very common combination or have different metals let's say you have gold and you have a mercury filling then the high quality material of the gold will deteriorate rust corrode the amalgam much faster it's, it's an amazing um, what's it called a galvanic reaction in the mouth where it actually destroys the other component on its own Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny that you guys bring that up because last week I got tested and my doctor sends my blood to Germany and she had said to me, do you have breast implants? And I said, no. And so I said, because you're, you have silicon in your body that's equivalent to somebody who has breast implants. And I was like, that's weird. She's like, what could it be? And I, and I had pulled out my root canal about four years ago. And instead of getting like a implant because I didn't want to get the metal yet and, until I figured out what was going on with the Lyme. I just had like a plastic flipper, like as yeah. a, my <laughs> tooth. And she said, that is what's been causing a lot of your problems. She's like, that silicone is leaking into your body and changing your cell and stopping your ATP from growing. And she's like, that is huge. And I'm like, what? Like this whole time I thought I was doing like being healthier by having that <laughs> instead of putting in an implant yeah, And that was causing a lot of it. So You know that our whole life is anyway, one death I, trap after <laughs> the other. And as soon as you look into cosmetics and cosmetic surgery and breast implants, it's a deadly cycle. You know, the, the few months of beauty that we gain is paid off very, very dearly. I actually, and I see that 80% of our mm -hmm. patients come back and say, I had to remove my implants, they were causing reactions, and now I have cancer in this. I actually it's had a friend a who thing. got her breast implants removed, and she's a practitioner as well, and her health was degrading, and she's like, all right, I think it's time to go. I really think it's associated with that. And they actually tested her breast implants after they got removed, and they were completely full of bacteria. And the bacterial strands that they actually tested were associated with all the different symptoms that she was actually experiencing. They were literally creating that reaction in her system. And she's, she was like, it was the most disgusting thing she had to actually see was that her breast implants were essentially a breeding ground for all the co-infections that she was actually dealing with. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awful. Okay. So can you talk a little bit, you mentioned it briefly, but about your academy and, and becoming a functional medicine practitioner, health coach? Yes. So when we were actually traveling around to all the clinics, we found that a lot of clinics, they're amazing at, there we go, big mind map. <laughs> they're actually amazing at all these different aspects of looking at disease and treating different types of diseases. But often there's sometimes that component missing. And what we found when we traveled was actually that you need all those different pieces of the puzzle to actually heal from disease. 
So can I can I yeah, jump just in. very short? It's not about the treatments. See, no. we're not we're not looking at the treatments it's themselves because when you do certain treatments, they cover pretty much all of it. It's more like the diagnostic oh. part, finding out what causes the disease. And if a clinic doesn't care about deficiencies, then it's not going to work. That's a whole cause. And, and it's a whole cause in itself. If they don't know that certain body systems can be by inheritance weakened, you know, like you can have a very weak detoxification pathways. Mm. You can have a very bad fat digestion. We all are born with strength and weakness in our system. It's not only long or short legs. It's also my liver works better, whereas my son's liver takes a lot longer to, to break down alcohol. So he has weaknesses in that already from birth. And that's where you learn that it's important to study the patient. What are their capabilities? There's clinics, they detoxify everybody the same way. That's not functional. And that's stupid. <laughs> Those patients, some of the patients actually die almost of the side effects of the detoxification because their detox phase one may work really well and detox phase two doesn't at all. So all toxins are transformed into water solubles, are oh, spread throughout the body, poison the body and cannot be eliminated. So knowing how the body works, and this is where... Deborah just said, when we learned all of those different factors, it was like, wow, nuggets of gold coming left, right, and yeah. center. Because some of those doctors worked 30, 40, 50 years to develop their concept and process and everything. And they're amazing at that. Don't get me Fantastic. wrong. Absolutely. But it's, it's those other aspects. And it's very easy to become experts in a field, but then forget that one other component, it might just be one component, but it's a pivotal point. And so that kind of developed from a flower map into a very large map, and then it got bigger and bigger. Um, and with every doctor that yeah. we interviewed, we sat down <laughs> and we looked at their speciality, you know, hormones or body systems, which tests, which nutrients, which supplements, what is relevant to break down that kind of bacterium, what kind of minerals and nutrients are needed. It was mega enlightening. And so if people ask who wrote the curriculum, <laughs> we may have written it, but it's from the experts' knowledge from over 100 that we actually visited worldwide. So that all got compiled into a pretty much a program for a clinic in Germany. Yeah, they hired us to do that. Yeah. Well, they got it and they paid for it, but they didn't put a, a stamp on it that it's only for their clinic. Actually, the doctors were very supportive that we use that to educate others as well. So that's how we started the academy. And there's one big difference. We don't teach you how to talk to your clients. We don't well, teach you. a little bit, but definitely not. <laughs> Easiest no. way to explain it is a lot of health coaching courses, they, their course content needs to be about 70% motivational how interviewing, to how to coach, what to do as a coach. Whereas we think that anyone who's interested in becoming a health coach, they have that skill set already to a degree and they can learn that as they go along which is why our course content is 99% yeah. content yes, and about 2% or 8% of coaching. the actual coaching. So it's very in-depth, which is why we attract so many right. different people from different backgrounds. And that makes it a really beautiful community because it's not about 
learning how to interview someone. It's about understanding that human that you're going to get in front of you with a condition or a disease. And it also shows the variety. We have dentists from South Africa and oncologists and mothers and, you know, caregivers and nurses. It's a very wide spectrum of patients themselves and patients themselves. Who yeah, I signed don't. up as a patient. I signed up because I wanted to learn how to do it. Oh, myself. you signed up? Just, yeah, yeah, I've signed up. I'm making my way through it slowly but surely, but I'm doing <laughs> it for myself, like just to learn because yeah. I have Lyme and some of my children have Lyme. Sometimes, sometimes studying for yourself is actually the most rewarding. Well, you still learn it for your family. Yes. Look, I have, and I always admit that. <laughs> We have a very health conscious family. And then we have that one individual that cheats and don't does what he's supposed to do. And, and that's me. So I was, I was the least <laughs> health conscious and the worst in following. Dr. Schallenberger said to me, Marcus, it's not done with one time trying. It's a four week yeah. daily protocol. And I said, oh, really? Four weeks daily? And he said, come on, you know, like, <laughs> Just do it. (laughs) It's true. It's harder said than done. Yes. (laughs) So I'm never, ever pointing fingers. They're always taught to me. (laughs) We should never be pointing fingers. Everyone is on their own journey. And you talk about the testing. So do you guys do the testing or do you guys recommend a place or how does that work? Um, So we have a really, really big laboratory chapter. So all testing gets um, explained in that. We go through all the different testings for different causes, which are better or worse. We don't do the testing ourselves. So since we have such a variety of different coaches, we actually provide a place where people can do patient ordering. That means that they can actually order it themselves and then work directly with the coach. Obviously, there are other means um, and that depends on different countries and different backgrounds but we provide all the tools to actually go do that and work ultimately with your coach and not need to go to a a clinic or doctor to get those tests. Most of the tests, and I really think we live in a fantastic Mm. time for that. You can order directly online, you Mm. pay as a client, and you can even hire the company that produces the test to give you a reading of the test results and an evaluation. And because they do nothing else but their tests, they see so much more than a practitioner who might yeah. do it once in a year. Yeah. So it's it's far more it's very specific, yeah. and very specific. For example, how your liver detox pathways work, how much you actually eliminate. See, there is that common denominator that all toxins stay in the body. When you look at the majority of people, they ingest the toxin and they have already eliminated that toxin in a 24-hour period. So it's like, and then there is that bell shape where there are patients who take longer. And then there is those who can't detoxify or recycle many, many times, like drunk, next day clear. The next one is still hangover for two days. So it's like the same with toxins and they show the bell curve. And it's only about 12 to 14% that keep the toxins that can't get rid of them because their pathways don't work. And that's why when you see children that get vaccinations or you see someone having silicon implants, a certain group can detoxify that really well. They have no problems. And then there is those who have other co-infections, have other problems, have certain liver pathways not working. 
they are then the ones who have the problem struggle. with uh, struggle with the uh, with in, the toxicity in terms right. of all the pathology that you get from a doctor. So you know your normal blood work. We've gone through and we've created a easy handout for all our students where you can actually evaluate those results and not just oh you're within levels you're fine, but actually understanding what that result means in a functional medicine understanding. understanding. Yeah, that's great. It's been great. I. I can't wait to finish going through it. The little bit that I had, it's almost like going to medical school, like slash, you know, <laughs> the science class. It's very yeah. easy to understand, but it's much deeper because I have taken another health like coaching class and that yeah. was definitely more higher peripheral view down, not as in the yeah. trenches. So, but this yeah. is what you need though, to really understand like the blood tests and what things represent and stuff like that. So I, I appreciate that. And you guys are doing so many great things. And that's why I wanted to get the word out because I love watching Marcus, your videos about ozones and I'm always getting on your webinars. So it's been great learning from you. Is there anything that we haven't covered that we should? I just want to tell everybody that you can go to your website, trulyheal.com backslash Lime360. For all of your listeners, um, so that when they get there, trulyheal.com forward slash Lime360. And we've put the link to the training, to the ozone training, to the hypothermia training, to the PMF training, all there. We have a special for those of you who are interested in hypothermia. We have a special that you won't find in the shopping cart. So for those of you who are interested, that's definitely the place to go. That's great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and this has been exciting. So I'm, I'm glad that we finally got to connect in person and do this since I've been watching you for so many years online and your webinars and following your advice. So I feel like we're friends even though we haven't met before. <laughs> Look, that's um, the beauty. But thank you very much. And I, I have to thank you because let's face it, without, and I say us, you know, people that have health problems, need to overcome them and share them and actually are open to speak about their learning curve and, and admit experience. that things don't work or things that work. Mm. How would the world know? It's such a massive learning curve. And for us, we always say we've been those three years on route. It's been three years prior and 10, 15 years after. I've been nine times now in Germany in all the different clinics, health conferences and everything. It's a lifetime of learning. You never stop. And it's the beauty of it. It would mm -hmm. be stupid to yeah. not share that, you know, not to pass that on I to know. the next generation who needs it much more than we did. <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that because at first, the first bout of Lyme I had, I just wanted to get it past me and I didn't want to share it. And I, as once I thought I was better, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to mention the word Lyme. I want to move on. I want to have my life. And then when I had a recurrence and I kind of has been on now like a three year of this like recurrence where I haven't kind of gotten my life back. That's when I was like, okay, I want to share it. The problem is a lot of this stuff that I'm learning, and I'm sure you can feel this way too. People think I'm crazy. Like if I start talking to like my friends, like I do coffee enemas. They look at me like I have two heads, right? And so I kind of just don't tell many people that I do coffee enemas. It's crazy. I mean, I remember 20 years ago when I was telling my friends, I don't give my kids milk. And they're like, what? You don't give your kids milk? What are you crazy? And that was just milk, you know? And I'm like, why would you give your kids pus water? Like, I don't understand. That's like, it's gross. And they just don't, you know, so it's, it's been, now think, I'm finally getting used to sharing it more, but for a long time, I've kept it in. 
As long as we don't preach or expect others to follow our lead, we can only lead with example. And if you feel great, you know, like we live here, we have the office in the building where everybody's above 70. And when you meet all those people and their diseases and their problems, they can tell you whatever they want. You don't believe it because they got it all. So it's like leading by example, feeling well. And if you overcome a disease and Look, I've seen probably 50 Lyme patients going from really infected to completely reversed in a matter of eight weeks, 10 weeks. It's not that complicated, but you need to wow. stay it and really resolve it with good nutrition, good supplementation, good diet, number one. Loads of oxygen that you get into your system, which you do with hypothermia and with ozone. And if you do some exercise on top and then a good detox program and that's it. It's really simple. The key is going back to what your body normally would do. And your body, if you have an infection, what is your normal reaction? Fever. It's always been the same. An infection is regulated with fever. What do we do? Panadol. The first thing, do you have a temperature? Oh, let's give you Panadol in the clinic. It's like brainwashed into people's mind, which is, fever is gone wrong. If fever is not a disease, it's a healing reaction. So supporting the body, what would your body normally do? Oh, let's try that. And all of a sudden you see even Lyme disappears. I really appreciate your time and we will hopefully be in touch soon. Yes, thank you so much. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. Thank you so much for coming on and I am so happy you are here. Subscribe now and tune in next week. You can also join our community at Lime 360 Warriors on Facebook and let's heal together. Thank you.